one thing that I think is really maybe not unique to Providence. Uh, Hogwarts has got it too, so it's whatever. <laughs> uh, but we uh, intentionally created the house system. Uh, so we used to, we had like SGA. Yeah. And it was this kind of a standalone thing, and that was our student leadership. And then we shifted a few years ago to the house system. So if you're a an elementary parent, you're like, what is it? Hufflepuff? What's going on? What do we do? So can you give me the rundown on what, why, what is it, and then why is it? Yeah, you know, when we went to decide, hey, we're going to go with this, I had pushed it off for a couple of years. Just, I don't know, maybe fear, fear of failing mm. uh, in that. And so but we were just kind of dragging SGA along. And, and SGA was good for what we needed when Providence needed it. But it had run its course, you know, like our students were kind of burnt out from it and just didn't feel like there was actually leadership opportunity there. And I was like, listen, I'm just going to go for it. Like, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I'm going for it. And spent like an entire summer just ground zero looking at other schools that might have something like this. And we came about with this house system. And and really the goal, um, I think first and foremost, creating relationships cross grade. You know, like I think before we had classes that were great, like, you know, seniors, they're really close, but then those seniors never really got the opportunity to be close with other grade levels nor lead and show that they can lead or have opportunity to lead other grade levels. Um, the freshman had no idea who a junior is other than they might see him in the hallway, you know, unless you're on a sports team, you know, that might be it. That might be the only way that you interact with someone from another grade level. And so to have the opportunity for you to be placed into a house, your relationship and your opportunity to build relationships it skyrockets immediately. Hmm. You know, we started this year and we had a little house induction ceremony where the freshmen, we had like the, the wheel going with their name on it and it would land on their name and they'd go up to the table and they'd pick one of these like pop rocket things and they'd pull it and the color would go up and that would be the house that they were a part of. And it was so cool to watch these freshmen who are just, you know, new to the high school world, nervous, immediately like in their face it felt like i have a place now Hmm. like again we keep talking about this the theme that's coming up even if you're not in a sport you're not again we talk about like you have to try to not find community at province academy you may not be in a sport you may not be involved in fine arts you may not be involved in anything outside of school yet you have a place to find community in your house system immediately right away um and so we have these four houses you know, we got, uh, they're based on the, there's five solas. We narrowed it down to four just for sake of, you know, size. You know, we got the Sola Dea Gloria. Um, and that was a student idea. I just want to highlight. It wasn't yeah. like the, the administration was sitting around trying to think of the nerdiest thing we could yeah. do. Uh, <laughs> we asked the students like, hey, how, what are we going to do here? And I think it was Ashby Bonin. Ashby Bonin, yeah. Uh, was like, we should do the, the solas. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, when we talk about, doctrine those are the things that we teach at the school so it's kind of that was a a cool sidebar but the kids picked it and it just seemed it was just instantly it was like yeah that's it that's That's it right sola dea uh, sorry sola christus you know that's in christ alone you know, and they're the lions. I let the first uh, class of prefects pick their little house mascot, right? So they're lions. Then you got sola gratia, you know, by grace alone. They're the foxes. Uh, We have sola fidei by faith alone. They're the orcas. And then our last but not least, right, our sola scriptura, 
you know, by the word of God alone. And they're the Falcons. Um, each one of those houses are led by prefects. Um, they go through a pretty rigorous, I would say rigorous uh, application yeah. process. It's pretty competitive, which is something we were losing with SGA. Yeah. It was like the most popular kid would run and no one else would run. Cause they were like, well, he's going to get it. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, there's, and you also only had one student body president. Right. Yeah. Now you have, uh, how many kids do we have involved in? Right now we have, do we have, we have 15, 16, 15, 15 prefects. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like three to four in every house. Yeah. Um, and they and, get their own lounge and yeah. they get their yeah. own, they get a lot of, there's a lot of privileges that come with that. Yeah. But also there's a lot of responsibility. We ask a lot of those students and they yeah. really respond. Yeah. Uh, like this morning, I think that was prefects that were running the coffee shop. Yeah. They started their own coffee shop because they wanted to do some cool stuff with student events. Yeah. And it was a way for them. Hey, I think they just wanted to run a coffee shop because yeah, I feel like every, every like high school, college kids, like life goal right now is to be a barista, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that they also had the opportunity because they were student leadership to bring an idea. Yeah. And because they're student leadership, we're like, yeah, why don't you give it a shot? And they can learn so much from that. It gives them opportunities, but we do ask a lot of them too. Oh yeah. You know, they get, they, they give tours for prospective families. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a meeting once a week with, with me and their, dis, and, and coach Burns and Mrs. Trujillo where they're discipled, um, in leadership. Like what does it look like to be a leader? And they can, you know, they're really our eyes and ears for student culture. Yeah. You know, like we're around, but you know, students are smart. They know when you're around yeah, and they might say something to your face about student culture that is, is just false, you know? Yeah. Um, but you ask our student leaders and they'll be like, no, like it's this or that. I take them all to lunch once a quarter yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just say like, listen, let me, let me hear it. And I really try to take what they say yeah. and quickly make adjustments and and listen to them sometimes they're just like no uh, like, <laughs> we want a rocket ship yeah, yeah. We want a rocket <laughs> ship or like no more uniforms yeah uh, or whatever you know it's like i'm like no uh, as an adult that's that's part of our job is to say no uh but anything that's reasonable yeah i'm usually like yeah let's do let's do that uh because i want them to feel empowered uh and i want them to feel like their voice really really matters and that they have they have a lot of when you're in that student leadership position when you're a prefect you have a lot of influence and yeah. want to give you that influence and see how you use it wisely and they and they get to really you know in the weekly meetings we they they get to really kind of help direct us in these house cup events we have on Friday mm-hmm. so like we painted pumpkins last year but that was something we came up with and then we asked them this year like do you guys want to repeat this? And they're like, yes. And so now when we know that they're like excited about these activities, it really helps other students get really excited. Um, and something, the way that, uh, if, if the way the house system works too, is it's a year long competition and, and they get points just like in Harry Potter. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we, uh, we don't deduct points though. Yeah. Uh, we, we try, we try, I think we've, we've have a couple of times, but normally we, we don't. And they, uh, and, and they get really excited and I'm just this year alone, you know, we just finished three weeks of kickball, uh, where it was a three week tournament and had a big championship, but there was a house that, um, was in the championship, but it was a non prefect 
who just got super into this thing and had his team organized. And we never had to say, like, are you ready? Like, he had the lineup set. He had he just really jumped in. And as not a student, we would normally look in, in those situations to be like, oh, you're you're leading your peers. And it is. And now you're, you've demonstrated something that we can really latch on to um, yeah. and mold in, in our students, which is really cool. Uh, and and he got extra house points. Yeah, for right. being and, and the winner yeah. goes to Dollywood. Goes to Dollywood. Yeah, and uh, get out of a day of school to go to Dollywood. You got yeah. a day of school, go to Dollywood. Of course, I the, the faculty always wins. <laughs> yes, we so always I go win to Dollywood every year. Yes, uh, but, <laughs> there's a secret uh, fifth house that always goes. It always <laughs> yeah, wins. Always. We've wins. never not gone to Dollywood. Uh, <laughs> but that aspect of. And I think it's it's not just Dollywood that motivates. Them. There's yeah. like a pride and a oh, yeah. competition. Yeah. They take it, they take it really, really seriously. Yeah, there's some yeah. hearts broken every year yeah. at the end of the year, and they lose. You know, it's been close every year. You yeah. know, this is our third year. It's been close every year, and that house that you know gets second. Uh, some tears are shed. The, the lip sync yeah. battle was intense. Yeah. Lip sync battle is always it's always our last event of the year. Um, and the first year we did it, this is a good example of yeah. opportunity for prefects to lead. The first year we did it, they had this idea, and I'm sitting there like, guys, they're not they are not going to enjoy this. We're not going to get kids to be bold enough to get up there and do a lip sync battle. And they, I, had t- I think it was two prefects really that were pushing it. And they, they're like, just let's just try it. Let's just do it. And now, it's one of the events that every year they look forward to it. Mm. You know, they're planning. Come January, they're going to be planning about how they're going to do the limp sync battle and win. Right. Uh, and it's, so it's just a blast. Um, love it. Yeah. That's a, a big piece of that high school cool cult culture is the house system. Yeah. And it's not just fun and student leadership. You know, those the house uh, system pours into our discipleship groups as well. Yeah. So there's definitely formed around. Yeah. You, so when you go to Doe River, you're in a you're in a house and those houses kind of compete and they're in different areas of the camp. So one might be in this lodge, foxes may be in this lodge, uh, but then your cabin groups kind of become a lot of your discipleship groups. And then we're developing those upperclassmen on how to lead those younger uh, underclassmen and like, okay, you're an upperclassman. So if you've shown leadership, abilities and that your walk with christ is serious now we're going to train you how to pass that down because i found that kids are looking for someone just a little bit older Mm -hmm. to show them what does it look like to walk with jesus because i can show them what it looks like for like a 40 year old to walk with jesus like often i read my bible early in the morning yeah that's not because (laughs) i'm like super spiritual it's because i had young children and then i woke up at the crack of dawn for a few years in a row and then (laughs) that just becomes your life uh, at that point and when you're old you just sleep you don't sleep late anymore uh and so that's when i but if you looked at a 16 year old like 16 year olds don't wake up early they just don't and so having someone that's just a little bit older than having a senior be like oh man i this is when i read the word or this is this is what my prayer life looks like or whatever shows them hey this is a a walk with jesus isn't just for old guys yeah Uh, a walk an intentional deep rich walk with jesus can happen when you're 16 yeah Uh, it's not something that's unattainable 
and so I think that there's something really beautiful about that uh, that is it wasn't exactly like we were like hey we're gonna do this and this is why but it's been a byproduct something that we've seen where you're like oh God's God's blessing this and again we can talk about the school culture and all the things that we've done but when you really look at it it's the spirit of God yeah uh, hovering over the school in the hallways protecting us Uh, we cannot take credit for the school culture it's truly God doing a mighty work uh, in the lives and the hearts of our our students uh, and then we're, we just get to get front row seats, right? Uh, which is so cool. Uh, we, you know, when we pray, pray at, uh, faculty leadership, uh, when we pray at the board meetings, I always try to remain thankful, uh, for God giving us the opportunity to get this front row seat of what he's doing in the lives of our students. Uh, and then not just in our students, I would say Providence Academy is not a school that's full of kids. Yeah. It's a school that's full of families. And that is a an important part of our student culture. It comes in in discipline a lot, but it's more it's more than that. So talk to me a little bit. We're going to shift gears a little bit out of house system and talk to me about what does it look like for families to be part of our school culture. Well, I think a nice segue for this is uh you know, the house system actually. Yeah. And how it impacts families. We we, we decided to do this thing that we're calling legacy house. Where let's say you got a junior, you're, you're a parent and you got a junior, you got a seventh grader and you got a fifth grader. Um, and that junior kid is an orca. Well, we're not going to take your child and then put them in a different house, you know, and create tension within your home. It's like you got one orca and one fox and they don't like each other anymore. And instead it's like, hey, your whole family is now orcas. You know, so that seventh grader, that fifth grader can look forward to like, man, when I'm in high school, like I get to be an orca and I've watched my junior brother be an orca for four years. And, and then I'm going to wear his shirt. Yeah. Retro shirt. I can't wait till that starts happening. Yeah. (laughs) And then your junior brother's like a junior in college now and is asking you, are are the orcas winning? Like, how's it going? Did we win the adventure race this year? Did we win the adventure race this year? Yeah. The lions were undefeated and they lost. Uh, So I think we had some alumni. Uh, not happy yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so that that's an aspect of it but you know our student culture i think pushes students to again enjoy being at providence and as a parent i think that's extremely helpful for you at home <laughs> you know it's not that your student might be excited to he's popping out of bed in the morning he's like i can't wait to go to school like your 16 year old is probably just that's just not gonna be a reality because school is school yeah, you know but but can we get them to not despise it where they're like, you know what? I'd, I I would rather be sleeping till eleven, but I enjoy going. I'll be okay. Yeah, um, I think that's an aspect. Yeah. I think that helps families. Yeah, for or sure. there's something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. it right. may not be first period. Yeah, it may not be algebra two, but there's something I'm looking forward to there. There's something. It might be practice after school or the play that night or whatever. I've got to go to school today because if not, I don't get to play. Uh, those types of things, but always giving students something to look forward to and something to latch on to. And it's all about, again, cultivating their love for the Lord Mm -hmm. uh, and cultivating their love for people. Uh, And that's a big aspect. Let's talk about service uh, because that's a big part of a culture. 
uh, and getting our students to think outside themselves. What does service look like in a school culture? What do we, what what levers do we pull there? Well, looking at it through high school, it does tie back to the house system again yep. because uh, we tell teachers and staff all the time that if you see a student showing like a fruit of the spirit, which service is huge, um, shoot us, let us know, uh, text us, email us, and so we can reward house points um, for un like if I serve just something simple, all the chairs are up in my first period class on the table. I take them all down. Uh, without being asked, I don't turn to the teacher and say, hey, can I get house points for this if I do it? But I just do it, and the teacher just shoots us a quick note like, hey, I, this kid did this. Um, and then we can recognize that kid and, and give their, their house some points that helps them. And oddly enough, no, well, actually not oddly enough, uh, the reason the house that won last year was because they had one student who was so service-oriented that he was able – to be the difference in his house winning and finishing second. Yeah. Like when you looked at the end of the year, they won by like 20 points. He had 30 points worth of service stuff. Mm. And it was like, he really was the difference maker. Like if you look at our standings right now in the house system, the reasons the teams are kind of where they are is because some houses have reali like realized, Oh, if we serve, like we're going to have a better chance. It's not just these competitions. It's, mm -hmm. it's doing this. Um, and that's just through, through high school. Yeah. And, uh, and the elementary program, there's something called the Christ in you award yeah. that they give out at every chapel. And I love that award because especially in with elementary school kids, if you're not a super great student or a super great athlete, there's not very much recognition yeah. just in life. You know what I mean? Like if you're getting all A's or whatever, you get an all A award or all A honor roll, or, you know, if you're the star of whatever your team is, you probably get a lot of recognition, but I love the Christ in you award because there are kids that have incredible value. Again, there's nothing that we can do to add to our value. Their value is being made in the image of God. And mm -hmm. Like anything you do outside of that, it pales in comparison to, uh, to that. And there's nothing you can do to take away from that value. Uh, that can't be tarnished. It's like gold. It's, uh, but giving those students an opportunity for that value, that recognition of being made in the image of God. That's why we call it the Christ in you award. We get to see some of that come forward and those kids being able to recognize the imprint of God upon themselves and that he's made and intrinsically placed in them uh, through his mercy and kindness. Uh, is a really important aspect uh, because there's a there's a huge temptation that our world puts on kids and pressure. And we're going to do a whole other episode on this uh, where we want to force them to be outside of who God made them. Hmm. Uh, it's like there's an incredible amount of pressure to be an all-A student. It's like, maybe that's not where God made you. And you're going to be really frustrated and fall into some deep pits yeah. If you try to, or you've got to be the superstar athlete. So we're going to do everything that we can to make this happen. And it's like, that's not how God made you. So being able to recognize and some places God made wired certain kids in his image for service. Uh, and we want, again, we want to develop that in all of our students, right. no matter what, but we want to be able to recognize when God's made a child mentally just predisposed 
that that's kind of their that's their instinct to be like how can i serve yeah and i love the name of that award Mm. right because that's what it's about you know we tell the from high school all the way down you know we tell the high schoolers that the goal of you getting a point for service is because you're exemplifying the fruits of the spirit Mm. it's named the fruits of the spirit right it's not something that i can conjure up within myself it's it's something that comes from the holy spirit and dwelt in me that is outpoured that resembles the person of christ all the way down at the elementary level you have the in christ the christ in you award what are we telling the elementary kids like you served and that's great understand that that's not it that's not because of you that's right. because of christ in you um, and I just think that's beautiful. At the middle school level, we have really two teams of service that this is cultivated. We have the student leadership team um, that they help set up with chapel. You know, they're able to meet with me kind of similar to the prefects. They don't have as much power or voice, um, but, you know, they're able to help cultivate what they want to do for activity period and what middle school student culture is looking like. And they're able to be the forefront of that. And then Mrs. Chambers leads the student ambassadors for middle school. Um, and they're able to, they're the ones who will take a, a middle schooler that might be visiting the school for the first time. They're going to be the ones that that middle school shadows, you know, and they're telling about Providence. And so even at that, and, and the middle school one, I think is the hardest one, you know, cause you're in that gap. Where, like, elementary, they want to be told, like, that's Christ in you. And high school, like, they're cultivating and they're starting to recognize that more. And middle school is like, you know, all over the place. And I don't know, how can I help? I don't know, what am I going to do? And so you're kind of channeling those things in those two programs at the middle school level to cultivate that service that hopefully by the time they do get to high school and you look at them and you say, you're getting house points for that because I see Christ in you. Like, they, they just get it. And that that is just continually pushed upon them, I think, is beautiful. So it really starts at elementary, and you can just see it flow all the way through all the grade levels. Hmm. Yeah, there's a uh, middle school, I was a middle school teacher for years, years and years. And I love that level uh, because they are easily excitable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And they have a lot of energy. Uh, there's a lot of unknown. There's still a lot of childlikeness about them right. uh, that you can cultivate, but they're also looking forward to that next step. So doing things for them, like we go to Just Jump. We check, yeah. we rent out of Just Jump on a Friday night and just go and jump. They had their just own football tailgate, tailgate party this year. Mm-hmm. Football tailgate party. They have their own pep rallies. Yep. I remember a few years ago, we had our first ever Providence Academy pep rally. Yeah. yeah. And people were like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we, we're going to, we're not glorifying athletes. Yeah. Uh, we are recognizing the community that God's building. Right. Uh, and we're encouraging each other along. And we're, we're here for each other. We love each other well. Mm-hmm. And that's why we do a pep rallies is because we love each other. And that's a that's another one of those levers that you pull. Uh, mm-hmm. Love, love God, love others, mm-hmm. uh, and how how we do that and how we channel those things is really a powerful tool. So I'm excited to see as this continues to grow and mature, as we continue yeah. to the discovery trips uh, that we take, our other other ways that we're going to continue to develop student culture, a student culture that that loves God and loves others uh, and excited to see what God is doing and is going to continue to do at Providence Academy. So thank you guys so much for taking the time. Absolutely. Coming in and meeting with us. us. And uh, Mr. Hillow, 
was too she was a little bashful uh, <laughs> but she is integral a piece of it all integral yeah. piece of it all yeah. mr hillow is the dean of girls and she really helps them with those gender specific issues yeah. uh because they they develop in a different way mm-hmm. uh, as much as our culture says that they aren't different we're like hey they're different god made them different and they they need that extra care and that's a another part of developing that culture so more podcasts to come we could talk about this forever yeah <laughs> All uh, day. but uh we'll we'll put a we'll put a bookend on this one for the moment thanks guys cool thank you